What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Oasis Podcast. Oasis is the college and young adult ministry at Park West Church in Knoxville, Tennessee. Come hang out with us if you're ever in the area on a Thursday night. We'd love to meet you face to face. If you don't already, make sure you follow us on social media at Oasis PWC to stay updated with everything going on here with the Oasis family. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's message. Let's jump in. Tonight's sermon is titled Clickbait. Clickbait. Kabang! Clickbait. All right, so who in here was a YouTube kid? Like you, you had to have YouTube going 24-7 or you're a TV kid. Like every time you ate, you had to have headphones in your head. You had to be watching something when you eat. Some of us are like, yeah, that's me right now. Like I, I can't stop watching YouTube or streaming something or watching Disney Plus or watching Netflix or something. I got to be watching something if I'm sitting down because I will bore myself to death. Nobody in the room bores themselves to death except for me. That's amazing. Okay. Okay. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, the reason I want to talk about clickbait is because sometimes in life we have things that happen in our lives and we have... Uh, Realist, we have expectations on what things are supposed to look like. We have an idea of what supposed is supposed to look like. But then the moment that we get something, we're like, this is not at all what I expected it to be. Right? Right? So clickbait, the actual definition of what clickbait is, is tricking people. Hmm, okay, okay. Well, let me hang in, hang in there. Tricking people into consuming your content by making them believe it will be better than what it really is. How many of you guys have consumed some content that you thought was going to be good, but it wasn't good whatsoever? You, you consumed something, but you realized that wasn't good for your life. You consumed what that boy had to say. You consumed what that girl had to say about you, but you realized that, that they weren't good for your life. You listen to that one pastor all the time, and you were like, oh, what, 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 what's going on? The homie had an affair with his wife, and I've been listening to him for so long. Oh my, he's a pastor. He's supposed to be a man of God. He's supposed to you immediately fell for the clickbait. You fell for the outward appearance, the good thing of what you thought something was supposed to be. But the moment that you fell for the good thing, you realize all the junk and the mess that was hidden behind. Who in here's got some junk? Who in here's got some mess? Right? Right? Everybody in here should be saying amen to that. Every single person in here. You've got junk. You've got mess. You've got something that you have been through. But that's not the very first thing that we portray to somebody when we meet them. You don't meet somebody and go, hey, my name is my sin. Can I get an amen? When you meet somebody, if you're dealing with anxiety, if you're dealing with depression, if you have mental illnesses, you don't meet somebody and go, hi, my name is anxiety. Hi, my name is depression. Hi, my name is addiction. Can I get an amen? amen. Clickbait. Turn to your neighbor and say clickbait. Somebody did not say it right whatsoever. Somebody said bait, click this YouTube, what, I don't know what y'all are saying out here. But let me ask you, when it comes to clickbait, when it comes to looking at something that seems good, right? Seems good. But then the moment you start watching it, the moment you start dealing with this person, how many of y'all know that one person in your life that the moment that they start talking, you're like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. You're catfishing. You're catfishing, right? Who in here has been catfished, right? I'm not talking like a dating website or, I mean, yeah, you could have been catfished on a dating website or you could have been catfished by 
You could have been catfished by your job. You could have been screwed over a million times over. It happens. It's part of life. But one thing that I want to talk about when it comes to clickbait is in the book of Matthew, chapter number four, starting in verse number three, starting in verse two, actually, I want to talk about the story about how Satan tempts Jesus. Satan portrays something to be good in the beginning, but that turns out it's not so good after all. How many of y'all are aware of the story of when Satan tried to tempt Jesus? How many of you are aware of that? Like Satan said, oh yeah, you should uh, turn this uh, brick into some bread and uh, you should bow down and bow unto me and you should jump off this cliff because the angels are going to save you. Ring a bell to anybody? Ring a bell? So the enemy immediately was trying to do clickbait. He was immediately trying to portray something to be so good, so, so great, but it turns out it wasn't that great after all. It wasn't that great after all. So starting in verse number two. And when he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, afterward, he was hungry. Turn to your neighbor and say, hungry. Hungry. Turn to your other neighbor and say, hungry. Hungry. Who in here, you get hungry? Who in here gets hungry sometimes? All right, yeah? Okay, let me ask you a question. If you had to fast for 40 days, 40 nights, amen. If you had to fast for 40 days or 40 nights, how hungry would you be? You'd be hungry. Listen, you, anything that gets placed in front of you, it's going to seem good, right? It's going to seem good. Who in here, now, for me, I've got a sweet tooth. It is a bad, bad thing. It's an issue. A couple years ago, I used to, uh, after anything that I would do, I could, I could have been at football practice in high school or I could have been working out and going to the gym and then getting home or whatever. I would get home and I would eat a whole gallon of ice cream. I just undid Everything that I just worked hard for, everything that I just did, physically gone. All of it's gone. Who in here's got a sweet tooth? Who in here's got like that one craving that like, oh yeah, I'm craving this. I will do anything to eat this right here. Yeah, amen, amen. Go ahead and shout out what it is that you crave. Like three people. Go ahead and shout out what it is. What's something that you crave? Okay, yeah, yeah. So we have, I, I bet you, 80 to 90% of all the things are sweet, right? Everything that I'm having to say is probably going to have to do with something that's sweet, something that is sugary, something that's got a good substance, something that's good in the moment, but it's not good later on. I mean, it could be. It could be. But it says that the tempter had came to him. Turn to your neighbor and say tempter. Tempter. So the Bible refers to Satan as the tempter. How many of you guys have been tempted with something? You have been tempted with something. It could be a sin. It could be uh, somebody is really getting on your nerves at work and you really want to show them the love of God through your hands. Can I get an amen? That, that to me, I call it holy anger. The Lord is still working on me in that. I don't know if it's still holy. I don't know. So don't ask me because I don't know if it's holy or not. When the blood trickles down there, I'm kidding. When I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm going to move on. The tempter came to him and he said, if you are the son of God, command these stones to turn into bread. Somebody say bread, bread, manna, something, something that's got substance, something that had no substance that you can't eat, turned into something that you can eat. You guys are able to visualize that, correct? You guys can visualize bread and a brick. 
Hold on. Hold on one second. I think I've got something back here. Where did I put that? All right, yeah, here we go. A bread and a brick. One thing you can't eat, the other thing you can't eat. I can eat it, I can't eat that. Who in here, you've had a life experience, you've had something that's gone on in your life, you've had somebody that's came around and tempted you. The enemy has tempted you to eat of this bread, to try out this thing, to DM this person back, to send that Snapchat. Stepping on some toes tonight, I feel like. You've been tempted in your hunger to go out and do something that in reality, it's not good for you whatsoever. Come on, how many, how, have y'all ever heard the phrase sipping on the Kool-Aid a little bit too much? Who in here has sipped on a little bit of Kool-Aid? I've sipped on a little bit of Kool-Aid. I'm not afraid to admit it. But it says here in the word that the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. I want to talk about that word if. Satan says the word if, indicating that Jesus is really not the son of God. So in other words, Satan is trying to prove, he's trying to show justice as to why Jesus is God in the flesh. Some people believe that Satan in the moment did not believe that Jesus was really the Messiah. And then other people are like, no, he absolutely knew that it was the Messiah. I like to think this way. Satan knew who Jesus was. He knew the works that were supposed to come about him. But in the midst of his hunger, in the midst of having a 40-day fast, in the midst of all of it, he tempts them. Reason A1 as to why Satan is known as the tempter. Because Satan cannot make you do anything. He cannot forcefully make you do something. But he absolutely can tempt you into something. He can tempt you into thinking that this bread is probably good for me. That this is probably going to be good for me. But in this instance, he tells Jesus, hey, yo, turn this brick into some bread if you really are God. So he's already trying to test him, already trying to see if he really is him. And Jesus responded to him saying, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up to the holy city and set him up on a pinnacle of the temple. And he said to him, if you are the son of God, there's that word, if, still, still saying it. If you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written, he shall ha- give his angels charge over you. And, their hands, and, their, and in their hands, they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. That's New King James, or God forbid that you trip in the passion. God forbid that you trip, baby. Don't fall. Don't hurt yourself, boo-boo. Don't, don't, don't. I'm not going to allow that to happen. I'm not going to allow you to get hurt. But then Jesus responds back with more scripture. I like to think at this point that they're pretty much having a rap battle at this point. Um, Reason I say that is because immediately they're going back and forth with scripture, quoting what the word says. Yes, the enemy knows scripture, but the enemy, he will love to put it out of context because the moment that he thinks that he's got you on the clickbait, 
thing and that the scripture says this, this is what it's supposed to be. This is what it means, right? The moment that he tries to trick you on that, that's when he thinks he's got you. But then Jesus responds immediately back with more scripture. For it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. He's still trying to push the limits. St still pushing. How many of y'all know somebody that they like to push the limits? Anybody? One, per one person, two people? You know somebody that the moment you see their name come across your phone, you know this is not going to go good. There's that one person in the group. I'm not going to point no fingers. Me. Um, there's that one person in the group. They love to antagonize. They love to just... They like to just push, poke some buttons, push their luck just a little bit, just a little bit too far, right before you give them a holy hand slap. Yeah? Yeah? No? Okay. Okay. Nobody's ever been tempted with that. That's cool. That's cool. It's just me. I'm just going to preach to myself tonight then. I'm just preaching myself. Obviously, I need help. Obviously, I need help tonight. Starting in verse 8, again, the devil took him up to a very high mountain and he showed him that all the kingdoms of the world and all of their glory and the, the enemy said to him, if you bow down and worship me, he said, I will give you all of this. And Jesus said to him, get away from me, Satan. Now that's been said several times. Jesus even called Paul Satan uh, several times. I mean, come on, in scripture, that's like, that's like the worst you could say to somebody, you know, get behind me, Satan. How many of y'all know that church mama that like, no matter what's going on, you could say, oh, yeah, no, I, I just didn't get, you know, a full 40 hours of work this week. And, you know, uh, it's just rough, you know. She'd be like, get behind me, Satan. Ain't nobody going to take that away from me. You know that one church mama. There is always that one church mama. That's my mother. That is my mother. And after all of this, he said, you shall bow down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, get away from me, Satan, for it is written... Worship the Lord your God. He is the only one you shall serve. Satan tried to offer Jesus something that wasn't even his to begin with. Imagine this. Imagine somebody is in the parking lot and they're like, yo, I'm selling this car right here, $30,000, and somebody comes up and they're trying to buy it. And you walk outside and somebody's trying to sell your car. It's not even theirs. It's not even their vehicle to sell. They have no right. They have no title. They have no paperwork over it. They don't have control over your vehicle. How strange would that be? Somebody's just like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm selling for 30,000. 30, You're like, <laughs> give me the 30,000 because guess what? It's my car. It's my car. Has that ever, ever happened to anybody? Yeah, like three people are like, oh, yeah, people have always tried side hustling, sliding, sliding, trying to sell my car underneath my feet. It's happened. Kidding. It's not ever happened to me. If that's happened to you, you must got a nice car. I'm going to go out and I'm going to go try and sell your car underneath your feet. And then what are you going to say to me? Get behind me, Satan. Amen. Amen. Again, Satan tried offering something that wasn't even his to begin with. And Jesus quotes Psalms uh, 22, 28, for the Lord is king and rules over all of the nations. Turn to your neighbor say all. All. So the enemy tried offering something, wasn't his to begin with. He had no right, no ownership over it. And Jesus quotes scripture once more, once more. He quotes scripture and he goes, hey, you offered me bread. You offered me manna. You offered me 
something in my weakness, something in my hunger, something that is supposed to be good, right? Like I'm hungry, so I'm gonna eat some bread. But the enemy, why, why wasn't he able to offer him bread to begin with? Can I ask you that? Why was the enemy not able to offer bread? Because the enemy can't make anything. He can't perform anything like that. All he can do is speak. He can just say something to you. He can just tempt you with something. Why did the enemy not offer Jesus bread if he was hungry and just poison the bread? You, that, like that's, that's where immediately I go. I'm like, okay, so if you're trying to get rid of this dude, offer him bread and poison it. That's what I'm thinking. But instead, he offers him something that is not even edible. He's offering him something that he cannot eat. He's offering him something that he can't not eat. You can't eat it. You can't eat a brick. How are you going to eat this? How are you going to eat this? You can't. Because the enemy had no power, had no hold on what this bread can bring, on what Jesus really is. In the scriptures, it talks about in uh, John 6, 35, in, the, in uh, the New Living Translation, it says, Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Who, whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus says in scripture, I find it interesting that later on in scripture, after the enemy tried tempting him to, you know, make something into bread so that he could eat it, so he could carry on, Jesus could have simply just responded, you know, and said, hey, you can offer me bread, but I am the bread. I am that living thing. I am, I am, I am. There are seven I ams that are in the New Testament that Jesus, the Messiah, proclaims himself to be. He has seven, seven instances where he says, I am. Being bread is one of them. I don't have all seven off the top of my head. Sorry. Look for yourself. I don't know what to tell you. I don't have all seven on me. But Jesus has these seven I am statements, and out of all the I am statements, he says that he is bread, that he is living. You shall never hunger nor thirst. Who in here tonight wishes that they had something that, would, that they could eat and it could, they would never get hungry, never get thirsty, never get weary, never get anxiety again, never get depression, never, 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 never? Amen? Amen? Come on, there is something that you can cling to. There is something that's not clickbait. There is something that it looks good. Let me tell you, it is good. Jesus is the only answer. Jesus is the only answer that says, listen, I look good and I am good. I'm gonna give you good things. I'm gonna be good to you and I'm going to show you good things. I will bring you good things. I will be good things. Come on, amen. Amen. Does anybody get this? Jesus says that he is the bread. Nobody shall thirst, nobody shall hunger. And just like they were singing in worship, that your thoughts for me are unmeasured. To think that King Jesus, God in the flesh, came down on this earth, walked among us, and showed us many signs and miracles gave us the great commission, 
told us all these things that we should do. Great things I've done in the earth and greater things that you shall do through me, through the Spirit, through the Holy Spirit. That's why when Jesus left, he left us the Holy Spirit. That's another whole rabbit trail that I could go down. But when Jesus left, he indeed, he indeed did leave his Holy Spirit here on the earth so that we could still have communication directly with God. Because as easy as it is, when Jesus left, he could have said, yo, Holy Spirit, come with me. They're gonna have to figure this out. They're gonna have to figure this out on their own. But instead, Jesus says, Holy Spirit, you shall stay here and stay among the people and give them encouragement, give them rest, help them when they're weary. Why? Because he is the bread. He is the bread that is everlasting. He is that good thing. He ain't the clickbait. He's not that thing that looks so good and then, you know, one month in, you're just like, this is not good at all for my life. This just isn't good at all. Jesus is the one thing that you could eat it. You could taste of it. You could test, you could try it out. And he will never fail. He will always come full circle time and time and time again. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Jesus is the only answer. Jesus is that one thing that's not the clickbait. To your neighbor, say clickbait. Clickbait. Now, if Jesus is the only thing that's good for you, just imagine if all you do is eat junk food. If all you did, you never, the only thing green that went into your system was green frosting. Green, green frosting was the only green thing that went into your system. If that was the only thing that was green, good, that you ate, what would happen? What would happen in your life? What would happen? Your health declines. Things start going bad. You could be happy. Yeah, you could be happy. Let me tell you, there are some things in this world that it might look, it might look good, it might seem great, but guess what? Once you start trying it out after all, it just ain't going to be that good for you. You following me? There was one thing that I once heard from, uh, from somebody. I can't remember where I heard it from. But somebody once said, hey, if I made some cookies and uh, I put just a tiny, tiny bit of dog poop in the cookies and I gave them to you, would you still eat it? There's just, it, listen, it's just a tiny, tiny bit. Like, look, it's, it, these cookies look great. They, they taste amazing. I've tried them myself. But there's just a tiny, tiny bit of dog poop in it. Are you still willing to taste it? Are you still willing to try it? Are you willing to try it? Are you willing to try it? All right, y'all, I don't think y'all are getting this. All right, so I've got some cookies back here. Now, just for preference, I did not make these with dog poop. It was, it was the lady at Kroger or Food City or wherever these came from. I did not get these. Y'all give a round of applause to Brooke, my fiance. She actually went out and got me bread, a brick, and cookies. I texted her the most random list of things. She was like, what do you need from the store for your sermon? And I was like, <laughs> I have no idea. I need a brick. I need bread and I need some cookies. I don't know why. That's just what I need. But hey, listen up. If I laid these out in front of you after 40 days of not eating, again, you've not ate in 40 days. It's been 40 days and you haven't ate. Some of y'all attempted to run up here right now. I'm looking, I'm looking at some of y'all drooling down the side of your face. I'm like, it's been 40 days. I'm going to eat the whole can. Like there are some of y'all, y'all are looking at y'all going, mm, let me scrumptious. Listen, let me tell you. It's been 40 days, 40 nights for Jesus. 
don't know so much about you, but there's a part of me that would have said, listen, you want me to turn this brick into bread? I'm going to turn the brick into a steak. Like, what? You, you expect me to turn this into bread? It's been 40 days. I want a steak. I want some chicken. I want, I want some protein. I want something in me. If I could inject protein into my calves, I would. I'm kidding. I don't do that. I don't support doing that whatsoever. Some of y'all are really laughing at this. Like, yeah, like, uh, you look like it. Let me tell you, there are some things in life that you will go through. There are some people in your life that will come into your life and they will tell you, hey, driver, I can offer you this bread. I can offer you something that's great, tastes good, you're hungry, you want this bread, right? But the one thing that it's going to constantly do to me, if all I did was eat that bread, if all I did was consume the clickbait, if all I did was consume the world and listen to the bad and not filter out what's good, what's evil, what's bad, what's good, what's popping, what's not popping, what's in, what's out. If all I did was just consume that bad, all that bread is going to do once it gets inside of me, as soon as water hits it, it's going to expand and it's just going to make me feel sick, bloated. It's going to make me feel terrible about myself. But again, like I said earlier, Jesus is that one thing that you consume it, you taste of it, you try it out. Come on, I want you guys to get this. Jesus is that one thing that you can consume, is the one thing that you can try out. And let me tell you, you ain't going to leave hungry. You ain't going to leave starving. You ain't going to leave thirsty. You ain't going to leave weary. You ain't going to leave dry. You ain't going to leave, you ain't going to leave, you ain't going to leave nothing. If anything, it's fully going to satisfy you. As soon as you feel that tangible presence of the Holy Spirit, it's going to latch onto you and you're just going to feel so powerful because there's something about the Holy Spirit and there's something about Jesus that once you truly get it through your head, I have to say this to myself all the time, once I get it through my thick skull, that Jesus really is this bread that I could live the rest of my life on and not grow hungry, not grow weary on. Come on, then by all means, I'm gonna eat the entire loaf. I'm gonna eat all of it. I'm gonna consume all of it. I don't know so much about you, man, but if I could, if I could get some of the band members up. I don't know so much about you, but sometimes I just get sick and tired of being sick and tired. I get tired of just eating what the world wants to feed me. I get tired of just consuming the bread of this earth. Sometimes I get tired of eating bricks. Can I say that? Come on. Sometimes I get tired of eating what this world wants to just feed me 24-7. What politics wants to feed me. What the news wants to feed me. What so-and-so wants to feed me. There comes a point in my life where I get so fed up and so tired of eating this brick, of eating this junk, of consuming of what they said about me and what the world says I should do with my life and what so-and-so says I should do with my life and what so-and-so says I should, who I should date and who I should marry and what I should do and what, what's the American dream, a white picket fence and all these, uh, all these things that I could build my own empire and do all this. Just push this all aside for a moment. 
I want to push out all that noise. I want to push out all of that cancel culture. I want to push out all of those politics. I want to push out, I want to push out all of it. Because when the tempter comes, when the tempter comes and says, hey, if you really are the son of God, if you, if you really do believe in Jesus, if you say these things, if you proclaim to believe this way, then you'll do this. Or hey, you'll do this instead. Let me tell you, let me tell you church, I'm tired of the tempter coming in and trying to tell me what I should do, who I should be, what I can and cannot do. There comes a point in your life when you get so sick and tired of being sick and tired. There comes a point in your life when you just have to get angry, when you just get so fed up. When you say, all right, let me push all this noise aside for a moment. Let me push all this aside for a moment. Lord, what do you have to say about this? Some of y'all need to stop looking side to side and just look up. Some of y'all need to stop keeping your hands in your pocket and just kicking the rocks on the ground, staring at your sneakers the whole time, moping and being upset in your situation. Nothing's good, nothing's happening. So-and-so doesn't talk to me. This doesn't happen my way. I thought I'd have this job. I thought I got this raise. I thought so-and-so would be nicer to me. I thought this would happen. Da, 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 da. Go down the list and you just still, you're sitting in your own situation. You're so stagnant in your own situation. Then you decide you decide you're going to look up. You start looking around left and right. Now you're listening to what the world is saying. You're listening, you're, you're, you're now feasting on that clickbait. You're now receiving everything that's happening around you. What so-and-so says, what this job says, what you're capable of, what you're not capable of. And all you do is you just keep on eating the bricks. You keep eating the brick. Who in here tonight is tired of eating bricks? Who in here is tired of the clickbait. Who's, who's, who's in here tired of just saying, you know what? Yeah, I thought that this was supposed to be good for me. I thought that this was supposed to go this way and da, 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 da. It seemed good. It felt, felt like it was right. But let me tell you, it's left me exhausted. It's left me weary. It's left me with just so much anxiety. I can't help but cry myself to sleep. I'm just so depressed with this with this brick, with this thing that seemed like it was this. The enemy told me like, it, I could give this a shot. But then immediately and sometimes in those situations, sometimes, and I'm, I'm guilty of it, sometimes in those situations, we immediately look at God and we go, God, what, what have you done? Why have you made all hell break loose in my life? Why is all of these things falling apart in my life? I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought. There comes a point in your life when you just have to go, you know what? I'm tired of the junk. I'm tired of the mess. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. It's time to put on that armor. It's time to march into battle. And it's time to say, you know what? I'm going to lay this down. I'm going to give this to you, God. I don't want to fall for this anymore. I'm tired of being stuck in this whirlwind and this cycle of constantly dealing with these things comes a point when you get so fed up and you go you know what all right i'm so done 
eating bricks. I'm so done consuming this or that and the other. Some of y'all need to say that. I'm tired of eating bricks. Go ahead. I'm tired of eating bricks. Because there comes a point in your life when you have to cross over into the next step. You have to cross over from death to life. You have this crossover moment in your life and you go, you know what? I've ate some bricks. I've listened to what this says, what so-and-so says. I've listened to the lies. I've listened to what they said. I don't see myself the way that I should see myself. I don't love myself. And you're just constantly just falling for that. Falling for that clickbait because man, you thought it was gonna be good. You gave it some time and guess what? It wasn't that good after all. Come on, everybody just go ahead and stand up. If that's you tonight, all, all eyes closed and heads bowed. If that's you tonight and you say, you know what? I'm just tired of consuming this filth. God, help me to get a better perspective on what's good and what's not good in my life. Help me to not consume the clickbait. Help me not to feast and take in all of these negative things and these negative thoughts that I think about myself. If that's you tonight, you go, you know what? I want to have that crossover moment. I want to step out of darkness into light, from death into life. I want to step in. I want to cross over. If that's you tonight, I just want you to lift up a hand. You go, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm, I'm tired of all this happening. It's time for me just to move on and stop falling for this clickbait. Because let me tell you, the enemy is going to keep on trying to tempt you. He's going to keep on coming at you. But 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, for no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man that God has not given you a way of escape so that you may be able to bear it. And that's old King James. What do you mean by that, Trevor? Well, what, what 1 Corinthians 10, 13 means is no matter what temptation comes your way, no matter what life experience comes your way, clickbait you might be listening to, that person you might constantly be listening to, those Snapchats you constantly be sending, those ways on how you talk down about yourself. Out of all those things, temptation with sin, addiction, God has made a way out of it. God has not left you in your situation. He's there in that situation. He's seen you in the, in the gunk, in the filth, and the good, the bad, and the ugly. So Lord, I ask right now over every single individual in this room, from the front of the room to the back of the room, that Holy Spirit, you would have your way. God, I thank you for every person that raised their hand, that Lord, they say, you know what? 
I'm tired of consuming the clickbait. I'm tired of consuming something that I thought was good for me and it turned out it really wasn't. God, I thank you for reconciliation, for showing that to us, for illuminating that in our lives, for revealing that in our lives and setting us free. Oh, because there is no temptation that can overtake me. King Jesus, help us to cling on to you. Help us to feast with you. Help us to eat of the bread of life. God, help us to eat the bread of life. Help us to feast on everything that you have before us. Lord, we're not looking to politics for an answer. We're not looking for a man for an answer. We're not looking for this to happen or that to happen. King Jesus, we're looking simply at you. We're looking right at you, King Jesus. Because I don't want to be hungry. I'm tired of being thirsty. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I've came in and I've went hungry. I've came in hungry. I've came in thirsty. And I've left hungry and I've left thirsty. Lord, I need something more. I need something better in my situation. If that's you tonight, lift up a hand. I've came in hungry. I've left hungry. I've came in thirsty. I've left thirsty. Lord, I need more. Lord, I need a shift. I need that crossover moment. I need something to happen in my life. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would have your way in every single person's life from the front of the room to the back of the room. That Holy Spirit, you would... You would be the comforter that they need. say what they need to hear. You will be with them through the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then even when we're feasting on those bad things, even when we're still eating of those bad things, you're still there saying, hey, there's a way out of this. Holy Spirit, I thank you for every individual in this room, from the front of the room to the back of the room. God, I ask that you would be with them in school and finances and family and life and drama and the good, the bad and the ugly. Holy Spirit, have your way with every individual in this room. Lord, I thank you for your Holy Spirit coming and showing up and showing out. God, I thank you for the worship. I thank you for opening up a space for us to come and to uplift your holy name. Lord, we thank you for the word. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you help us not to fall for that. We're better than that. We're better than that. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for every individual in this room. Bless them when they come in and bless them when they go out. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. And all of God's people said, amen, amen.